made for back i am eric he is paul this is the industry summit day three and it's brought to you by buck city bricks what's up paul what's up, dude saw man how you doing today i'm doing okay man doing good uh we went to the mavericks game last night uh we did. it was a it was a great game had a lot of fun and then uh got back a little late a little late yes and then we're here bright and early bright and early but i tell you what it was a great way to start the day it was a great way to start the day it was with the uh first time i've ever heard him speak we got his book in front of us mr randy h nelson uh, I don't know how to introduce you, sir, but that was amazing what, what just happened in there. That oh, was thanks. Great. I'm glad you thought so. It was really good. Sorry about my voice here today. It's a little, a little I, off. I, I, well, you know what? We're going uh, to power right through it. I had to get up and leave because my wife called, but what I got was amazing, and then Paul took the rest of the notes. So yeah, man. It was I'm good looking stuff. forward to go, going, through the, going through the rest of them. Glad you liked it. So um, describe what you do and who you are, please. So what do I do? I'm uh, Who I am? I'll, I'll start with that. How sure. about that? Sure. So my background, I, I, I was a military officer for seven years okay. on submarines. Okay. So I was in the Navy nuclear power program back in the late in the 1980s. Okay. And for the last 30 years, I've been an entrepreneur. Okay. So I, I have built uh, two of my own companies, eventually sold them, uh, turned them over to better leaders mm. to take the company forward. And, and now I run uh, a firm that helps companies, leaders uh, grow their businesses. So I... I, I coach, I mentor, I, I consult, I teach okay. uh, companies and their leadership teams You're as they're growing their businesses. A man of many hats. Yes, for sure. Yes, for sure. So uh, first thing you said there that I want to touch on, you said you, you turned your companies over to better leaders. What qualified these guys to be better leaders than what you were? Well, the, the, the book that you got, The Second Decision, mm-hmm. uh, what I challenge people to do is is to, to, to decide which role they want for the future. Okay. So essentially, if, if we've heard the, are you the right person in the right seat? Mm. Uh, I, there's three different roles that people can take. They can be the leader. Mm-hmm. I want to be that top person. I want to be the person leading the company. Uh, role player, I, I, I like sales. I like marketing. I like doing whatever it is that I do. Mm-hmm. And in my case, creator, I like to build and start and build companies. So at year 13 of my first company, I had built it. Uh, got it ready to scale, but it was for me. I, I get a little less excited about the operational growth at that point. Mm-hmm. I like the feel of building the company. Yes, sir. So I did, I needed somebody who had the discipline and uh, the skills and, and the excitement level, the passion to build it at that point mm-hmm. more than I did, so that I could go start and build my second company. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I I've never been on either side of that that feeling, but that's that's got to be incredible to be able to build something up like that. You, the sense of ownership that you have to have and then letting it go eventually, is that tough? Well, that's what I talk to these, <laughs> these, these groups about right. is self-awareness. Oh. Uh, you know, I, in, in, the beginning, in the beginning, we have an awful big uh, 
thought of how important we are. Sure. Right. And right. I think that I think that works for the entrepreneurial world uh, to start start businesses. You have to be pretty confident, optimistic. Yes. Uh, yes. I go even, even to the word cocky, which I used in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, the the more you grow your businesses, you got to become self aware of sure. who you are, what you're what you're good at, what you're what you're not good at, what you like to do. Okay. Uh, so I think if and I surround myself with other people who help me to sure. do that. That's a critical piece of this is if you do this journey on your own and you don't have other people who can help you understand it, it's tougher. Most makes, definitely. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, man. Yeah. I mean, you are who you hang out with, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, there, there's that old saying, you know, uh, tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. Right, exactly. And so, um, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So you, you illustrated something in, in the conference room there. Um, we have a lot of dealers and, and collectors who can't be here at the, at the industry summit who didn't make it. I was wondering if you could touch on this pyramid that you drew for us and uh, the, the levels of the pyramid and explain each one if you could do that. You bet. Yeah, I, 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 I conduct workshops uh, really all around the world now and okay. it's a one consistent uh, drawing that I do in every single workshop because really? okay. I, I, I don't remember the, spe- the the statistic, but you have to hear something seven or ten times before it really sinks in. Right, right. right. Well, I'm going to say it 50 times if I need to. Okay. So the bottom of the pyramid is core values. Yes. Uh, any organization, the the core values are the platform by which you build, but it's it sets the behavior that's okay and not okay. And I use the term should I and shouldn't I. Uh, core values, you you've got to be able to hire and fire form these core values yes sir the next step up is your core purpose which explains the why of the company why are you important to your customers and then the next level up is your three to five year strategies Mm -hmm. Uh, this is an area where people really need to have some stakes in the ground uh, that that say this is what I'm gonna do with the company specifically over the next three years what are the strategies I'm building the company they answer the question where where are you taking the company Mm -hmm. Uh, the next level up is the one-year goals yes and the one-year goals, uh, they they illustrate they, they show you how you're going to move one year towards your three-year strategies. Uh, answer the question: What you're going to do in the next year to accomplish those to move to, to move a, a year towards it. Then you get to quarterly. Uh, quarterly is is how I'm going to move 90 days closer to my one-year goal. Mm-hmm. And then finally, daily, weekly, monthly. Okay. And daily, weekly, monthly just answers the question: Who does what by when? Sure. Uh, this is there's there's lots of different operation systems out there, but all of them are set up the same way. Where uh, you have to have the vision component, which is where you're taking the company. You have to have the execution, which is getting stuff done. Sure. And what I find in people inside, uh, not just this room, but every room that I've talked to over the last four or five years, is some people are great at vision. Mm-hmm. They're not great at execution. Sure. Mm-hmm. Some people are great at execution. They have no idea where they're going. Where they're going. Right. So if you can do both, you're setting yourself up pretty good. I noticed in there when you got to the, the three to five level, when you were talking about those goals, people were kind of like looking around like, man, I don't even know if I've even set those before. Sure. You know, and they've been in business for 10 years. You could just see the looks on their faces that, wow, that's something that they probably haven't done. They've probably just been doing the daily stuff, just getting through and getting by. Yeah, and, and it's it's not a, a hit on them. It's pretty typical. Well, yeah. Right, right. right. I, I, it's, it's also pretty... Uh, it, it is a hard thing to do because, as I put in there, who's the account? Who's got the accountability? It's the guy at the top, guy or lady at the top. Sure. And if you set the wrong ones, what happens? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. So it's easier yeah. not to set them and hold other people accountable for execution. Right. Uh, right. And not even go there. But right. if you don't, then you're really running a short-term business, and you're not, in especially in an industry that's changing. Mm-hmm. 
I, you're not setting yourself up for success. You have to do both. There is a lot of change going on, and in this industry in particular, uh, since we're talking about sports cards, yeah. um, a lot of a lot of our listeners are small business owners. This pyramid is this the same for for large organizations as it is for small no businesses? No difference. No difference at all. No difference. So, um, if they were to get a copy of this book that I have sitting next to me, I have five copies to give away. Yes, Paul. we do. We have t- copies uh, to give away. That's awesome. And we want to make sure that they go, they get to the right hands. We want to get them to uh, to small business owners. So, if you're a dealer or a shop owner and you're listening to this. Uh, I'm not even going to run a contest. I'm just going to say email me, eric in at beckett.com, and you're one of the first five. I'm going to give you a copy of the book. Perfect. That'll work. And, uh, Mr. No- Mr. Nelson has signed a copy, uh, signed all five copies as well, so that'll work too. But uh, that's that's great to know because these guys are always constantly looking how you know how to grow, how to change, how to how to be competitive with with other shops, and how to be relevant. And uh, setting setting goals is something that I struggle with. Is that, a, is that something that you, you find the people just don't know how to do? They just don't know how to set goals? It's easier not to. It's easier not to? Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It's very true because yeah. then you can't disappoint yourself. You, you can't fall can't short dis- of anything. That's exactly right. All right. You know, build, building an organization built on accountability oh, yeah. uh, is, is harder. Sure. You know, I, I go to uh, Nick Saban at oh, Alabama. Right. You know, if you want to go to college football and look at the guy who's, who's all about accountability and doing, I'd say, the right things right, which is what I challenge him to do. Nick, uh, what I love what he says is, is don't focus on the championship trophy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Focus on what you need to do in your role today to move this organization forward. Yes. That takes discipline. Uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, they hear the word discipline, they run for the hills. Sure. Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> not setting goals is a lot easier than setting them. It, it, it Makes sense because everybody's always looking for that quick dollar, that quick buck, right. that quick way to get it, and nothing ever comes that quick. There's, no, there's always a catch to it. There's always something that you have to do legwork-wise to get to that level. Yeah. So, and, and the problem is, is you're going to run into a company that's similar to Alabama in college football mm-hmm. that's doing these things. Right. And if they're doing them right and you're not, yeah. you may win some short-term battles, but long-term, yeah. you don't stand a, Yeah, you don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance. Without a doubt. So, so. Can, I, can I ask you, um, you're a coach, you're a teacher, you're a mentor. Who are your coaches, teachers, mentors? So the guy who forwarded my book, uh, it's General Hugh Shelton. Okay. Uh, I got I, I, I met him back in 2001. Uh, General Shelton was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Yes. And in, in our country, that's the that's the top military leader. Right. He was a chairman for President Clinton and President uh, Bush. Yes. From okay. 1971. I actually have a military coin from him. <laughs> What's it? I have a challenge coin from General yeah. Shelton. Well, oh. Gen- General Shelton is a North Carolina State graduate. Yeah. And when he when he retired from the military, he's the NC State knew what they had, so he started the Shelton Leadership Center. Sure, uh, he has a, a, a board of advisors that had 25, 30 people on it. Okay, uh, I was running a military recruiting company at the time. I just raised my hand and said, "If I can be a part of this, I would love to." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got on. I had a fifteen year relationship with him. I uh, chaired his board in twenty fourteen and fifteen. Okay, uh, he's he's a, the ultimate leader. So you surround yourself with people who are exactly. leaders. So I would I would put him there. Uh, Vern Harnish is is uh, from a business standpoint that the pyramid. Uh, Vern wrote a book called Rockefeller Habits and Scaling Up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, Vern is uh, an absolute genius when it comes to growing businesses. Uh, and Lou Pollock. Lou Pollock was my Navy lieutenant in college, who saw something in me I didn't see. Mm. I was a kid who didn't really understand the military. There were people much better suited for military than me, mm-hmm. but he saw the leadership that I had nice. and, allow, and and put me in to lead, called the, the, the ROTC battalion in college. And I think that gave me 
that that taught me that it, that very very early early on the importance of leadership. Awesome, <laughs> leadership's a big thing. It's huge, it, man. It's it's hard to find. I don't want to say it's hard to find good leaders, but it, it can be difficult to find good leaders who uh, are willing to invest and uh, put their time and effort right towards their towards their goals to, towards their employees. And you find one like that, you stick to them. And yeah, you hold on to them. Yeah, as much as you can. All right, sir, I'm going to let you out of here. But before we go, can you tell us what it was like to live underwater for two years? <laughs> we're just going to we're just going to shut the blinds in here. Okay, okay. and we're going to stay here for nine for uh, seventy five days. Oh wow. That's no. That's how we're gonna. Yeah. So you good with that? <laughs> no, no, not really. really. We spent the. I was on a missile sub, so we would spend thirty days getting it ready to go to sea. Okay. The next seventy-five, we would spend under the ocean. Wow. We would never surface, and then we would surface and then turn it over to the other crew. Okay. We'd have one hundred and five days to, to go train, and and we called it off crew. Mm-hmm. And I did that six times. Mm. But I always like to say, just stay inside your house, close the drapes, mm. get into a really small room though, because there's not a lot of room in some <laughs> That's uh, well, more power to you, sir. I yeah. don't know. I don't. I, I you could do it now, though, because you could binge on Netflix. I can so you could make that work. But I, if you yeah. didn't, yeah. See, I, I, I was, I, I was fine with that. I, 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 I don't know how the Marines and my sure. daughter was a Marine Corps officer. I don't know how the Marines and armies can sleep outside. I'm not a big snake guy. There's no right. snakes on submarines. It's That's true. That's true. That's true. It's true. They haven't made that movie yet. All right. No. <laughs> I hope they don't. Uh, sir, thank you for your time. This was hey, great. Thank you guys for what you do. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, you, I'm sure we'll see you around. You're, you're involved with our company, so uh, we're looking yeah. forward to learning more from you. You bet. Awesome. All right, Thanks, thank guys. You, All right, bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chris from Slipknot, and you're listening to Fat Pat. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Uh, we are now sitting down with Rich from Rich and Deals. Dude, you have a hard, hard follow there. I don't know if you're going to be able to do this, but uh, what's up, man? Hey, I'm here. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> nah, uh, hey, man, we're happy to see you. How how you been? We haven't ha- see. We had you on two years ago, almost uh, about a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, year and a year half, and half yeah. Ago. So we haven't seen you since then. How you been doing? Uh, sales been good. Family's yeah. getting better. Yeah, growing. Got a, good. Uh, let's see, granddaughter on the way is September. Nice. Oh, oh there's my nice. grandson. So very yeah. nice. Good Very stuff, nice. man. Good stuff. Now we had talked off air a little bit yesterday that you were just talking about how the business is just booming. So what do you what are you seeing on your end, man? Um, we have actually been increasing our online inventory like crazy. Okay. And statistically speaking, on we look at our eBay sales, they're actually like triple what we were doing last year at the same time. Wow. Um, our Beckett sales about five times what they were last year at the wow. same time. So. You know, what are you doing? Are you doing anything there. different? Um, besides making money now, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just out of out of our inventory, we have about eight million cards, and we went from having say five hundred thousand sorted in inventory to now a million and a half are sorted in inventory. So, it makes a big difference as you build that up. Wow, that's, very that's cool. A, that we were just talking about scaling up in uh, inventory wise. Yep. I, mean, that, I guess that's a big jump. <laughs> that is a big jump. I mean, that's a you tripled your inc- you tripled your your numbers pretty up there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, we've almost tripled what we have inventoried in, you know, out there. Yeah. yeah, sweet. So, what's the ultimate goal? Is the ultimate goal to get all eight million together and, and on there? Or I guess by the time you do that, you'll probably have yeah, I'll have about fifteen million, million by, by then. So, yeah. I have a different question. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's 
what I'm trying to do is I have like a short-term goal to me is by the end of the year to get that 300,000 unique items to over 500,000 unique items, which okay. means that a million and a half sorted cards will probably be about three to four million be sorted in inventory. The big thing with me is I'm buying every week. I'm buying like crazy every week. Oh, I'm okay. putting back into the business, put back into the business. So. Okay. I got you. So what have you been buying? You've been buying on the lower end stuff, higher end stuff? What sport? Um, I actually... I'm a value guy. Okay. So I look out there, and if you're going to sell me momentum football that used to be $120 a box or $50 a box, I'm going to buy it and break it. Okay, I got um, you. If you tell me that you know 2016 score, you can get that for a good price, I'm going to buy plenty of it. Because people are chasing the inserts, and I'm yes. finding it doesn't matter what it's, you know 2016 score at low price per card or you know a more expensive card, like I mentioned, momentum. Okay. All right, I got you. By the way. I love breaking hockey above all. Even though the hockey doesn't sell as well as I'd like it to, I'd rather be breaking hockey like okay. most of the time. Breaking hockey is a man. That's a that's a tough one because I think hockey and basketball are both, are both like this. You when you hit pretty good in one of those sports, you can turn around and flip sell pretty well. But if you don't, it, it's miserable. <laughs> well, not it's you're right, but. <laughs> Not only is hockey my favorite sport to watch, especially if you're at the game, sure, sure. love breaking it. My my 17 year old son, he loves hockey. I honestly believe, for me, the future of the business succeeding is more and more international sales. Yeah. If you want to do international sales, we're gonna sell soccer, hockey, and some basketball. We've been talking a lot in the last couple of weeks about international markets, uh, especially the Japanese market where basketball is concerned, but uh, this translates well to hockey in the Canadian market. Right, right. Um, and, well, I guess there's not really much of a difference, but you will get more value for your hockey cards in Canada by far, and I'm sure that's not a big secret to anyone or a big surprise, but uh, then you have those like those KHL cards and those, uh, yep. the, what, what are those called? Uh, surreal. Say real? Yeah, those things, just they sell really well too. So, um Learning your international market is a, is a and this fun is a process. This is a big year for international market with the World Cup. Yeah, you know, so if you're getting soccer, into soccer yeah. and you have soccer stuff, man, you know that stuff's really going to be put to the forefront of uh, a lot of people's minds. So look at you can see Rich's, you can see the gears turning. Yeah, no, he's already like, like I'm watching, saying which one like, should I respond to first? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> to the left or the right? It doesn't matter. Go right down the middle. <laughs> no, it's it just at this point, like I said, I, being a guy that likes the value side. Sure. So our breaks are more based on, hey, I think this is a great break, and because of the position that I'm in, um, just the way I'm running the business, <clears throat> we don't have to necessarily break something today and and sell enough to oh we made it so we can buy something else i can break something today knowing that hey this will be two or three years from now but i know if i don't buy it today and break it i'll never get this price again sure so i don't mind doing that buying something today and saying hey you know what it's the last chance to get that price because they're going to disappear because they didn't make that much of whatever this is sure makes sense. Makes, makes sense absolutely yeah, makes, makes sense. sense so how much stuff do you break a week um, I'm not supposed to be breaking idea? anything. I'm not oh. supposed to have people do that for me. But oh, okay. I'm like a kid, so yeah. About four <laughs> days a week, I'm breaking something. Break something, okay? Yeah, about four <laughs> days a week, I'm breaking something. Yeah, we just sat in on a on a seminar about delegating and getting yeah, other yeah, people to do it. But that's the fun part of the job, though. You know what I mean? The sorting and the and the listing. You got that's the stuff you delegate. You know. Now, now when this is on record, I'm going to say Rob from Burbank Cards and I had yeah. this conversation, and I keep telling him. By the way, I gave him his plug that he asked me for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But we keep having this conversation, and yeah, I know I'm not supposed to be breaking, but I love doing like like I'm yeah. a kid at Christmas, sure, opening sure. that stuff up and and finding a you know $200 autograph card or something, right, right, right. A one of one, so on and so forth. It's good stuff. It is. It's fun to have that that childish feeling again. 
<laughs> as you're ripping, and then you go, son of a gun, I didn't get what I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> we get that feeling a lot. A lot. Well, I, I'll tell you something. I'm just, I was in there, and I believe it was the, the interview you just did. Sure. And, and as he spoke, and he had a lot of great points. Sure. And as I'm listening, I said, it is. And, and I've been in business for oh, 30 years in a couple of different businesses, so I know what he's saying is accurate. But in the sports car business, do not take away the fun factor. Sure. Right. You've got to keep that in. So when you're setting all your goals and doing that stuff, it's great, but it's got to be mixed with the fun factor. And if the fun factor is removed because I'm making too many goals, mm-hmm. forget about it. I'm not doing it. That's forget a great point, it. man, that's, that's because this point. industry is so unique. You know, right. I, mean, I don't even know if it fits some of these business formats. I've, I've heard other people speak on the thing, but our business, what we do is just so unique and so different that uh, I like what Rich has to say about that, man. I agree. Got to keep it fun. I agree. And you got to get the kids involved, what you're, what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I got stuff. two of my kids still, you know, complaining about it, but working for me doing it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a good deal. Now, uh, I've only seen her once. Your lovely wife is here in town with you. Is she shopping? She she's always with me when I go, so she can rest and shop, and I can work. Awesome! So. Uh, I saw her. It was a pleasure to see her. Uh, she, but you said she was going to the mall, so I, she was I at the mall. I went, I ran over there, pulled her out, and then she went back. So they didn't work. Oh. So. <laughs> now is the mall open yet? Is she over there now? Uh, she, she's um, she's heading, I guess, to like the strip mall, and going back to that one afterwards. Okay, okay. All All right. Right. she's got a plan. See, she's got goals. She's got, she's got goals. goals. She's got some goals. Got goals. goals. Yeah. What can I shop? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, end this. But before we do, please tell all of our listeners where they can find you again on eBay, on social media, all that good stuff. It's just rich. If you do a search on Google, whatever search engine you use, you look up rich in deals. It will pop up on the different stores that we have. Okay, awesome. That's the way to find us. Good there you deal. Go. It's it, easy. It works. Right. By the way, and in closing, I have to defend my wife. Back home, she works hard, 40 hours a week, helping okay. the kids. We got six kids, house and stuff, so she can shop when we're out here. Okay. No, that's good. No, we should, <laughs> we're just grassing a little that's bit. Good that's good stuff, all right. <laughs> all right, so uh, we're going to end this right now, but we're going to go over and do a short little video, uh, Fat Packs Fast Five. Yes, sounds right? good. Let's do it. All right, all right. guys, hang tight. You look scared. We'll be right back. All right, bye. <laughs> hey, this is Joseph with CJP Card Breaks. You are listening to the Fat Packs. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Uh, Rich had to do the fast packs, fat packs, fast five. He did well, man. He did well. He looked a little nervous. He did. He looked terrified. But we got him through it. We did. Now joining us here on the uh, radio, back on the on the podcast here. He doesn't is, look as nervous. And it doesn't look as nervous. Is our good Frank, our good friend Frank, from the pit? What's up, man? How are you doing? Doing great. How about you guys? We're doing well. Get a little closer to that microphone. Okay. There you go. That's better. So uh, first of all, I I cannot tell you how happy I was to see you at this event. I was so worried about you with those fires uh, out in Ogden, and uh, I'm glad that your home made it. Yeah, and, it, uh, it got close, but we, we were spared. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Uh, we were really worried. Uh, yeah. We were thinking about you and praying for you and all that yeah. good stuff. So yeah, We appreciated that. Um, that was a, a scary, scary time. Yeah. Um, how Can I ask you about Ogden? Right? Is it recovering? Is everything going better is things getting better yeah they are actually getting better you know as as time goes on things turn it around a little bit things are are going well good we can't complain okay good awesome because it it never gets over 70 degrees there that's what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, you know we haven't had rain in i couldn't tell you how long but wow wow just just the joys of living in southern california exactly (laughs) exactly all right let's talk about the pit uh 
What, what, what's the pit doing here at the Industry Summit? What, what's your role here? Well, I'm, you know, I'm going to be doing a presentation in a little while here, explaining to the, the retailers how they can use the pit to help supplement their business. A lot of uh, dealers use the pit. It's like a virtual inventory. Okay. So whereas they have a customer come in looking for a particular car, they may not have it, sure. but they can look on the pit and find it. And Our prices are, are incredibly competitive. I mean, mm-hmm. we have... Some of the biggest dealers in the country that use this. Leaf buys products from us for their buyback products. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. They're, they're a big, big customer of ours, along with a couple of the, the major dealers that are in the country. And, uh, and of course, you know, you're everyday sure. collector, speculator, investor. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a interesting way to, to look at buying and selling cards. It is. It's something I've always wanted to get into, but I've just never taken the time to, Again, like, really you, dive into if it. If you remember correctly, he... Last time it was like kind of like the stock market. It is exactly. Yeah. It, it is, is kind of like, like the stock market. market. Yeah. And you know, people, pe- people, especially you know, that are, are looking at diversifying their portfolios. Sure. You know, you, you know, you had a part of part of a four hundred one k or a Roth IRA, and it's just a different way of investing. And you know, any any smart investor knows diversification is is the key to success. Sure. Now, when you say it's virtual cards, can you explain that? Is sure. What I mean by virtual inventory is we hold the inventory at our, our location, and then the dealer, I'd say he needs four or five of a particular player. He, okay. doesn't want, he doesn't have them in stock, but we do. Sure. So ah, they I can see. basically go on our site, buy them, have them shipped to them, or for the investor speculator, they, they'll go ahead and they'll buy you know four or five of a particular, or ten of a particular player, and have, uh, have them sit on it. And okay. we don't charge for mm-hmm. the storage of their cards. Sure. Which is, oh, I got which you. is something... It's different from other... Yeah. yeah. Everybody else charges, we do not. Okay. And we have a we have a very secure warehouse in beautiful Oxnard yeah. uh, that... Uh, I was saying Ogden. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's Oxnard. But that's yeah, okay. Oxnard. My bad. Eh, no worries. And, you know, it holds several million cards that the vast majority of them belong to other people. Sure. And they, they sell, buy and sell on the pit as well, you know. Okay. And, and the good thing about us is you can put in a bid on a particular card. Let's say, just for an example, because I'm from Chicago, Chris Bryant, Bowman Chrome rookie. Mm-hmm. And let's say they're going for, again, we're just using round numbers. Right, right. They're going for five bucks. And you're, you're looking to pick up some of those, but you don't really want to pay five bucks. You're looking to get in closer to four. Okay. So you can put in a bid to buy X amount at four dollars, and then the other users will see that. And they'll say, yeah, okay, fine. And then they'll sell into your bid. Ah, I see. And, you know, the bid, the bid, the bid lasts up to 90 days. You can control how long, up f- from a week all the way up to 90 days. You okay. want to keep an active bid. So it's like putting a buy order in for a stock. Exactly. Okay, I got exactly. you. All right, I follow you now. Yeah, and the only thing we don't, we don't allow is you can't short. Mm. Because, oh, okay. because no. of the nature of the business, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Right. Sure. But the pit has over 8,000 unique SKUs or and we're growing that every day sure we're looking now to uh, we've noticed that through our, our research that uh, Panini Prisms basketball mm-hmm. are in Fuego oh yes yes absolutely in Fuego yes. so we're gonna we're looking to, to go into that as well and try to bring in things that the, the, the collectors want to invest in sure okay. so it's not every card no 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 okay no, no, it's no, not no. every card so you no. don't have access to everything so it's just yeah we, we, we only basically deal in a PSA graded Hall of Famers and 
rookie cards. I mean, okay. if you're looking for a low print run car, you know, a five of five sure. refractor patch autograph. No, you're not ours. the place. Okay, sure. no, we are not the place for that. Okay, we are because we again we're trying to create a marketplace. Okay, so you, mm-hmm. there has to be basically quantity. Okay, right. So you if know, I want to find an Aaron Judge Topps Chrome autograph card, will you have that in quantity, or is uh, that a that particular example, no. No, okay. But All we right. do have them, but not in quantity. Not in quantity, okay. But, you know, in some cases, like, uh, we have hundreds of, of, like, the Aaron Judge Bowman Chromes. Those regular cards. Regular yeah, cards. I got you. I've got, yeah, got plenty of those in okay, stock. Okay, I understand. You know, again, the, the, the Aaron Judge autograph cards are hard to find right now. True, yeah. very true. So we, we deal in things that people are looking to do that have, that have liquidity. Like I said, you know. There's certain cards out there that people like to collect, but unfortunately, because of the way we're set up, we're just not the not the not the arena for that. Not the, I understood. Okay, okay. Good deal. All right, I love it. So you're going to the pit, man? I said that last time, and I yeah. didn't. Yeah, when I said that last time, and yeah, I didn't go. You guys were like, "Yeah, I'm going to go to the pit," and I never did. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I take four. donuts, and you still yeah. didn't go. I still, yeah. Well, I can't eat the donuts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to the pit. I did you? To, I did. I didn't buy anything. But you I didn't buy. Anything. <laughs> I'm not a buyer. No. Well, no. hey, you know what? I went and checked it out though. Yeah, check it out and let, let your listeners know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I made a deal at the national sure. where any of you guys that listened out, that I put ten bucks in their account. I'll do the same thing now. Okay, I'll okay. do it again. Perfect. Cool. Do you guys sign up for a new account? Got to be a new user. Sign up for an account at thepit.com. Send me an email, customer.service, and say you heard about us. And the great fat packs. Awesome. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll hook you guys up. Ten you bucks. That's, That's a free ten bucks. You can get. That is, man. You get a couple of Chris Bryant rookies. Two yeah. Chris Bryant rookie cards. There you right. go. <laughs> and then, you, you know, you're on your way. Yeah. And you'll see how easy it is and how, how much better it is than most other sites that are on, that are on the, the web. And, of course, you know, we've got outstanding customer service. Sure. Okay. Of course, I'm in charge of that, too. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of humble. little plug there. Right. And uh, you guys ever have any questions, just give us a call. We, your, we, we actually answer our phones. What's okay. your team like? Uh, Staff-wise, you're working tw- 20 people, 30 no, people? No, actually, it's uh, closer to about a handful. We, we okay. keep it pretty lean okay. in order to keep our prices down. Okay. I mean, when you sell something on our site, you know, the total fee is 10% to cash out. Sure. And if you trade within the system, it's free. Okay. Oh, easy. Because when the pit nice. first opened up, they had a commission structure. Okay. We did away with that. Okay. All right. And it's just two two basic fees, and that's, and that's it. There you go. It's easy enough, man. Yeah. All right, uh, we got a, we got a list of people uh, lining up. Or actually, yeah, a I line just, of people. I, do, I just want to once say one more thing. Oh, yeah, of course, I had the absolute pleasure of meeting Mr. Norton's w- wife yesterday, and his beautiful boy. Yes. Oh, thank you. He, he was such cute kid, guys. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> I'm looking awesome. forward to going home and seeing them this evening. Yeah, so, I'm sure yeah. you are. Uh, <laughs> we, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so that's it, man. You want you want to go do the fast five? Sure. Let's All do right, it. Uh, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to the Fat Pack. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, rolling, baby, rolling. Right from the pit. Now we're sitting with a, a hobby legend uh, in his own right. Dude has his own card. He has his own card. I'm surprised have, it's not on this flyer. <laughs> I have three of my own cards. Three of his own cards. Rich yeah. Klein, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Rich? I am great. I'm at the summit. That we are changing the name from the Industry Summit to Sudsfest, the Hobby Edition. Sudsfest, the Hobby Edition. I don't think they could actually have that as an event, though. Well, I think I've it would <laughs> be the best event ever in the hobby because Sudsfests 
were legendary. We and were, I know you probably never went to one, but the no. Suds Fest back in the day. We've heard the stories. Yes. We've yes. heard the stories. We have heard lots of stories. Uh, he, he's done a great job with this. Um, we, we, you and I talked off air. We miss Tracy. But Sudsy has done a great job. Considering how this got thrown on him at the last yeah. minute for all practical purposes. For sure. What he's done to get this done, he deserves a round of applause from everybody yeah. who's, who's here. And I mean a major round of applause. What, what, I really, what I've really enjoyed about it, and you can probably speak more to this because you've been to more summits than I have. No, I haven't. No, you this haven't? This is my first one. Oh, this is your first one. Okay. First summit. Wow. Wow. This is, my, this is only my second summit. But last year, everything was spread out. It was, it was in a big hotel. It was all over the place. Um, this is right here. These panels have been full every time that they've had a panel. And the guest, the guest list, they've all been knockouts. It's been great. It has uh, been great, man. Randy Nelson yeah. was a great speaker this mm-hmm. morning. I mean, what can I say? I've John, you know, Dr. Jim Beckett came yesterday. Sure. He plugged the show that we're going to talk about that will <laughs> nice. be in the promo that I'll send out on email. So I, I don't want to give that too much away, but that's kind of fun. Uh, we have a Mavericks coming for us later today. I hear his name is Dennis Smith Jr. And rumor has it, he's a pretty good rookie. He's yeah, a, yeah he's a pretty good, he's uh, a pretty good rookie. He's, it was only in the dunk contest. Yeah, it was only in the dunk only contest. Second, you know, I, I hear he's a pretty good young player. So he's only a, uh, eleven points, four boards, right last night. Yeah, he had eleven <laughs> points, four boards, and uh, three assists. Uh, that he was fun to watch. It was it was a, it was a good time. He, so. Um, it's worth collecting. I can tell you that much. Yeah, we're going to collect, and we got to see Charles Haley on Sunday. That got thrown yeah. out of the blue. So, whatever Bill and Ray Schulte, we have to give Ray Schulte credit to, yeah. who's the co. They've done a terrific job. Ray Schulte is the communication directors of the national convention, so he's sure. handled even bigger events than this. But for Bill, with the first time we're running yeah. something like this, give him amazing kudos. Absolutely. Yeah, he's done for a great sure. job. He's done a real great job. Um. What, what have you enjoyed the most? I mean, this is your first time, so what is there a panel that you've particularly enjoyed? Or I, I loved Mr. Nelson's speech this morning. Okay. But really, I am a people. I am, a, I am and I am not a people person. Okay. I have met so many people yeah. that I'm able to connect with, mm-hmm. and I've been able to connect with them on several levels, a hobby level, a personal level, a business level. Sure. And, you know, make new contacts is the name of my game, and... And it's funny, I was talking to Dr. Beckett about this from when I used to work with Beckett. And he says, you know, at the National, we never really wanted you to work the booth because your strength is walking the floor, talking to collectors and dealers. Sure. And he says, that's the real, that's your real strength is just being out there and being out there and being out there. Well, that's good uh, that Jim recognized that, one. Yeah, that he was out there. Yeah, and then, two, that you were out there. So. <laughs> yes, and I was out there. That's <laughs> 10 awesome. hours a day. Uh, you, you made mention of it earlier, but you have a show coming up that Jim mentioned in his speech. So tell us about the show on March 11th. We have been blessed. Uh, I've been running a show. This is our fifth year at Adat Havarim, which is located at 6300 Independence Parkway in Plano in the northeast corner of Spring Creek and Independence in the shopping mall. This year, after the last show between Labor Day weekend, we've been blessed with more than a half million cards of donations, wow. 60 pages of prizes as gifts, Wow! and as you saw from this, more material coming. Yeah. And so our anchor prize this year is a Guy Lafleur game-ready, authenticated signed jersey. Wow. 
And the person who last year won the Gordie Howe jersey says, I'd rather have the Guy Lafleur. Really? <laughs> wow. And it's like, I'm thinking, wait a second. No, no, I'd rather have Gordie Howe. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, Mr. Hockey, how do you get better than Mr. Hockey? Where do you still, where do you keep getting these hockey donations from? There's, Dallas is not a hockey city per se. Well, there's a young man that comes to my show, my other shows, my monthly shows. Mm-hmm. He's a member of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Very nice. And he loves hockey, and he loves the idea that he can help the community. He and his wife, they actually write a hockey uh, uh, fantasy book each year. Okay. All right. And so they wrote one this year, and they arrived one the last few years. He writes one, so I don't see him for four months in the summer. Sure. Makes sense. But they love hockey, and he loves hockey, and he knows what we've done for the community. And so he wants to make sure that we get a prize each year right? of like that, where I can say I have an anchor prize instead sure. of just 60 pages of prizes. Right. 60 pages of prizes in one several hundred dollar item. Right. Sure. Right. Perfect. Sure. That's awesome. Um, I just said that Dallas is not a hockey town. Not to take away from the Stanley Cup that they want or anything like that. Dallas is very much a hockey town, but... When you when you hear Guy Lafleur and and Gordy Howe, you don't think Dallas, right? No, no. gosh, no, no, not at all. No, that, but I will tell you, you you lived in Seattle for a while. Yeah, they don't even have an NHL team, even though they once upon a time, yeah. I believe, they had the Metropolitans. Yes, they had the Metropolitans way back in the day. The Thunderbirds are there now, uh, which is a not a, whether right. EHL, AHL. And Paul, remind me where you're from? Maryland. So you have. Caps. The Caps. Caps. Yep. And Ovechkin scored last night, number 39. Wow. Yep. Doesn't wow. matter how often he scores, we still don't have a cup. <laughs> He's Very that's nice. That's okay. I grew up a Rangers fan. We went 54 years between cups, so don't feel too bad. All right. Bad. I won't feel too bad. All right. <laughs> 54 years. 1940. 1940. When the Islanders came and won the Stanley Cup the first few years. Mm-hmm. They would taunt Ranger fans with the 1940 ch- chant. Oh, really? And oh, which, speaking of hockey, which reminds me, and you guys have been telling me you haven't been doing this as much as you used to, but we need to start bringing back the eager bite your cock off letters. Oh um, my gosh! I think I think we surely do, and I think we should. I, I we can we can try. We can. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't like my job that much to try to keep it. <laughs> I put it by posting that somewhere. But that and Igor did cost a couple. Cost one person a job and yeah. one person a week suspension. Yeah. But that person is now back. Yeah, see, I'm not. I'm no. not interested in that at You're all. Not <laughs> I'm not interested in that at all. That story can die. That's a great story. <laughs> it's it is, funny. It though. is a funny story. Twenty five years later, it's a funny story. Yeah. And actually, and there's a sadness to it because we lost Mike Kirsch, who was the person who lost his job. Sure. Right. But one of the reasons when Doctor Beckett talked about the hobby dinners he does for people he knows twice a year. Sure. Mike came to town a couple weeks before he passed, mm-hmm. and Jim had a commitment and he couldn't make dinner. Uh, and he realized from that point on he didn't want to miss seeing his hobby friends. Sure. So he's from that point on he's made sure to do hobby dinners for his friends a couple times a year. Yeah, I'm hoping that Paul and I get invited to it's, one of those. I things. will try to get you. Inv- I'm trying to get people he doesn't know invited. Because we, we could be the entertainment. Yeah, we could. I, I know from your your corresponding with you and hearing from other people, I know that he listens to this podcast. He loves your podcast. Well, that's great. And I would love to have dinner with Dr. Beckett. I'd love to have him on <laughs> the podcast. Why don't you get him on the show first? <laughs> We've been trying. We've tried. We've asked. Maybe, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to be real honest with you. We've asked, and I think that we've asked the wrong people. I Just the, like, you know how he did the, you know how he did the speech? Yeah. 
when I, I see him one Saturday a month usually. Uh-huh. He wanted to come to the summit, but he didn't want to sit through all. And let's face it, at sure. this point of his life, he is mostly retired. Sure. Right. Mostly. Right. He doesn't need to sit through how to grow your business from right. social media. Exactly. Which was great for me because I learned some things. Right, yeah. But he doesn't need to sit through that at this point of his life. <laughs> but he wanted to be involved, so I told Mr. Sutherland. And since, since he's running this, we will call him instead of Sudsy, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Sutherland. Sutherland. And I said, Jim wants to be involved. Okay. Find a way to get him involved. Sure. But he doesn't want to be here for the whole time. Well, and keynote speaker worked just fine. Just yeah, fine. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good role. <laughs> uh, we were not in there for the presentation because uh, we were out here. But you were. Was he, was he pleasantly surprised or was he going to? Uh, he was shocked when Drew Pearson came and really? gave him that award. Wow. And, you know, 99% of surprises are bad. Right. That one was good. That was a good the one. The nice. funniest thing with all that is you would have sworn they had met each other over the years. Sure. Because the old Beckett building. Right. Drew Pearson's condo mm-hmm. was within walking distance of the old Beckett building. Wow. He had a condo and it was the corner. I forgot the names of the streets at this point. Sure. But it was like the, the corner. Okay. Walk one block down, one block to your right. That's the Beck, old Beckett building on the tollway. Oh, wow. Drew Pearson was... you. I've walked past his old condo. Wow. <laughs> and I was thinking, how the heck did we never see him when he was living that close? Right. That's true. Now, I, I was telling Paul this. We were talking about the old building. We never saw it. But Chuck Norris used to share office yes, space Chuck in there? Yes, Chuck Norris was on the first floor. Oh, wow. And Roe Blackman was... And Roe real- Blackman, and there were some other people, oh, too. Wait, like the Chuck Norris? Yeah, the, the Chuck, Chuck Norris. The yeah. Chuck Norris wow. had an office on the... They were doing... Some, he was doing some business with uh, creating some kickboxing business... Not kick... Uh, you know, karate business or something. Right, right. Yeah, we would see Chuck come in the building fairly frequently. Interesting. And there would be a lot of interesting people and. Jim knows some interesting people, Speaking too. Speaking of Jim, so, he just walked oh, he just right walked back in. in. The, just walked in the facility. Jim just walked right back in. That's awesome. Wave tell him uh, we're talking about him. Yeah. I wish he can't see us through the crowd yeah, of people that have just surrounded him. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, we're going to wrap this up because uh, we have a, a, a guest lineup of people. So, uh, Rich, thank you for your time. But before we get out of here, Let's again, t- tell, us where, tell us where it's at and where they it's can find it. Adat Havarim Synagogue. Okay. 6300 Independence Parkway. Okay. Plano, Texas. Northeast corner of Spring Creek and Independence. Okay. And it's in the shopping center, so don't look for it. In, we're trying to build our own building. Don't look for a separate building because sure. you won't find us. Right. It's in the corner, guys. It's, it's the corner the corner door in and, that shopping center. And what we need to mention is everybody who comes in gets a goodie bag with a prize slip inside. Then when okay. we talk about the prizes, everybody gets free cards as long as they make the suggested donation. One dollar donation. Awesome. March eleventh. March eleventh. Ten to four. Ten to four. All right. Go check them out, guys. Uh, Rich, thank you for your time, you. and uh, we'll do it again soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, right. buddy. Bye bye. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Curtis Helton, First Row Collectible, and you're listening to the Fat Tax Podcast. All right, we are rolling right along here, and uh, yeah, something I feel like we're like Alabama, man. Like roll tide, roll. <laughs> roll we're just tide. rolling through. <laughs> All kinds of stuff today. Something really cool just happened. Uh, we just had Rich Klein on, and we were talking about Jim Beckett, who walked into the room. And then Jim, actually, Dr. Beckett came down and, and spoke to us and said, one, everything we had just said that he loved our show. Which is amazing. Which is really cool that he actually listens to it. And then two, a uh, little, little preview for you guys. We're, we're going to set up an interview with Jim. It's, uh, it's happening. Uh, 
don't know the date yet. Don't know the date yet. But it is he is committed to doing it. So uh, all you guys who have requested Jim, here it comes. Just be ready for it. Tweet at us. Give us yeah. some questions. Yeah, what do you want to know? Yeah, yeah, tweet us some questions, and uh, we'll get those out there. Uh, and Maybe they'll make the cut. All right. Joining us now, though, is really cool. Uh, a company who I had not heard of until we walked into the door on Sunday afternoon uh, slash Monday morning. Uh, Ball Cube. Suzanne from Ball Cube is here with us. How are you doing, Suzanne? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing really, really well. We are, man. We are. We're waiting for lunch. But besides that, we're yeah. doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this your first industry summit? It is not. I attended the one in Las Vegas about 10 years ago, I okay, think. Okay, wow. All right, so we were in Vegas last year. That's so Our paths have never crossed. I don't want to sound ignorant, and I don't want to insult you, but tell us what Ball Cube is. Ball Cube is a, the original square sports display case. Okay. My dad, Ken Rogers, and his friend, John Graham, actually invented it back in about 1983. Okay. So back in those days, all you had was the round globe holder on the gold stand to put your autographed baseballs in. I had one of those. I remember okay, those. All right, all right. Yeah, I remember and they're those. still around. Yeah, and sure. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice case, but if you have a very large collection... It's going to take up too much room in your house. Sure. Yes. So my dad was a collector, but Mr. Graham, his friend, was a, had an enormous collection. He had at least 100 autographed baseballs. Mm-hmm. So his wife was complaining, hey, all of these balls are taking up way too much space <laughs> in the house, and you're going to have to do something with them, or you're going to have to get rid of them. Sure. So they were talking about it. They were actually watching the World Series over at John's house. And saying, well, what, what could we do? What kind of solution could we come up with? And they actually drew out on a, back then at that time in the early 80s, the, I don't know if you have ever seen this, the Polaroid picture cube. Sure. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those yeah. were kind of popular then. So they got the idea from that. And they said, let's have a square display case. And then it was like, well, how are you going to get the ball into it? So they came up with the two sliding pieces. and. Mm-hmm. They had a prototype done up, and they started coming to shows like mm. this. They okay. went to the national, and wow. and uh, it just took off from there. It's and that's the name Ball Cube. Yeah, that's right. So you're just embedded in this. This is like a family thing for you. And it is a complete family business. And I'll tell you, I was in college when he first came up with the idea, and he had a CPA firm at the time. He'd okay. been a CPA for years. And he told me, he came to visit and he told me about his idea. And I said, that's crazy. No one wants a cube. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so funny, you know, all these years later, it's, it's just taken off. And he ended up selling his practice and going full time into it. And um, wow. it's a lot of fun. That's so cool. What a concept, though, because you can stack them. Nice yes. and easy. Like right. It's like the pre-container store. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Making everything like exactly. nice and easy and for you. Yeah, and it's a popular product in the container store, as a right. matter of fact, <laughs> right. because it's stockable. Yep, absolutely. And it's, a, it's a, a storage solution. You have a full line of product, too. You have stuff for full-size helmets, basketballs, footballs, baseballs. It'd be, so... It started off a bad case. Jersey. It started off as just a cube, and then over time, it looks like you just progressed. Exactly. You guys have been around for since 1983. 1983. Yes. I was born in 81, so you're just a little. You're kidding! My gosh. (laughs) You're just a little bit younger than me, actually. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) Paul was 77. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. Thanks for bringing that up, Eric. That's so cool. Um, Do you guys go to shows regularly, other than like? 
will you be at the national in Cleveland or I think we are going to go I was just discussing it with my husband and um so I have two boys okay they're 11 and 13 mm-hmm. and I took them to the national two years ago in Atlantic Jersey Atlantic City New Jersey uh-huh. we actually drove there oh my goodness from Dallas and had so much fun okay <laughs> and uh then my husband flew out later he had to work but flew out later and met us there right. and we had a good time and he said last night he said I want to go to the national again this summer so I think we're going to go in Cleveland very in cool Cleveland. That's, uh, I'm excited about that we've I've never been to Cleveland so I'm excited I either. so looking forward to that it's gonna it's actually only uh, my second national Paul's a, Paul's an OG he's been yeah, lots of nationals I've been to a bunch of nationals but, but this will be my second national I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to it so ball cube is just squarely in the market I'm so sorry that I'm ignorant to that and i didn't know i'm no, sorry no i'm glad you know you know now it feels like i should have known i think you should have i think you should have uh, do you guys just sell out to uh like like do you do the, your own do you sell to like warehouses and, and distributors, distributors and do you have your own online websites yes, we and all that stuff we have that you a website ballcube.com it's okay. with a q instead oh, of a c the q. okay all right all right yeah, so you can order online, you can order in the containers or buy them in the container store, um, and then hobby shops across sure. the country. And Awesome. So let me ask you this. What's been the coolest item you've seen in a ball cube? Oh, my goodness. I would have to. Well, a Mickey Mantle autograph, I think, and a Hank Aaron. Okay. That's pretty cool. I'm Hobby Legends, right? That works. That works. Now, have and you seen now, your cubes used for anything else, like action figures yes, or like something else yes. collectible? A lot of people like to put things like Legos, or there are women who do little shadow boxes in them. Oh, oh really? Okay. Little tiny figurines, and they glue them down. Yep. yep. Very creative. Yes. Do you do you use them for anything? I well, I like to put. I like the Rawlings retro logo baseballs. Uh huh. So I have one of those for every t- major league team okay so that's that's what i like to put in them sweet okay. very cool she knows her stuff i'm she impressed does. absolutely i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so is there is there anything you guys are working on now that maybe you could something new or creative that you're coming up with anything in the hopper actually yeah i just did a special project for an nba team okay and they gave me the idea and i love it and i want to develop it and do some more things with it of um, taking a photo and we we put this in our helmet case which is our largest case okay. and we made a vinyl decal sticker that we applied to the back wall of the case mm-hmm. okay. and then we put a player shoe in it because their shoes are so they were like massive size yeah. 15, 16 shoes mm-hmm. but they fit perfectly in that helmet case so making custom cases for people Oh, that would be Because I like to get creative, and this was such a great way to use my creativity. And my 13-year-old son actually helped me with it. And nice. I, so I'd like to do more with that. When you uh, when you do something like that for a, like a team contacts you, want you, do you have to get licensed to use their logos and things like that? Or? No, only because they ask me to do it. Okay. Now, if I wanted to do that on my own, sure. I'd have to go to them and get permission and pay them for a license to do ah, that okay i see awesome. and she's got the best of both worlds right there she sure does They're coming for her that's awesome <laughs> that's really cool Man, I'm, I'm so happy that we found out about you i'm so happy that i'm able to share you with our listeners um, thank, thank you so awesome. much for having me i really appreciate the opportunity to come on well, you're sitting right there it's not hard. i know it's <laughs> right down the hall right <laughs> we're sitting next to each other at the game last exactly. night yeah, talking talking the game, talking the game. Was it was so awesome fun. it was fun man go mavs man did your kids enjoy it they loved it we yeah. love to go 
the Mavs game. Awesome. So we really Sweet. Do. Those were good tickets. Panini did a really nice yeah, job. Yeah, up, I really appreciated that. Yeah. I was thanking them this morning for that. That was very nice thing to do for all of us. And a heck of a game, too. It was... Uh, yeah, they the Pacers kept the pace the whole time, exactly. right? Yes, they did. <laughs> they kept it excited. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk was like 0 for 9 in the first. And Jeez, that was yeah. just hard to watch. When we finally thing. scored on Dirk bobblehead night, the place erupted. So yes. it, was, yeah. it was fun to see. That's he the most applause I've ever seen for two points. Yeah. <laughs> he always comes alive in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he sure does. It's been a real pleasure. Paul and I have had this conversation uh, well, he's from Maryland, but watching Dirk for the last 20 years, it's been a real pleasure, man. And, and being – he's hes pretty much the spokesman of Dallas at this point, you know. He really is. And you can't – there's not a better person to do it. I know. He's a great guy. He really is. And almost for basketball because, sure. you know, even living in Maryland, being a Wizards fan or whatever, you mm-hmm. always heard positive stuff. Dirk's mm-hmm. doing this. Dirk's mm-hmm. doing that. Like, yeah. you just heard it was national. So, um, it was really – it was fun to be able to come out here and, you know, at least – you know, I, I still cheer for my Wizards, but now I can at least sure. go to a Mavs game and get behind somebody. So sure. that's yeah. awesome. We get you one of those ball cubes with some Dirk shoes in them, and then make that happen. Yeah, his that feet would are be huge. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I think I need to volunteer to do a case for them, right? Yes. There you go. Yeah. You yes. need to volunteer. Send them a free sample. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we're gonna let you get, look, get back over there. It looks like they're bringing the food out, and that's Paul and I's cue to uh, go eat. To so always <laughs> get out of here. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Uh, before we let you go. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media or your website or something like that? Yeah, everything is at ballcube.com. And okay. it's B-A-L-L-Q-U-B-E. All right. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We've got a blog on our website, so go check that out. You okay. can sign up for our newsletter on our website. Sweet. So. All right, go check them out. Tell them the Fat Pack sent you, and she will be very happy that you told her that. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Susan. <laughs> thank you. All right, Thanks. bye-bye. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan, the team of Jack and Fanny Pack. You are listening to the Fat Pack Podcast. Paul, I don't know how many more of these interviews we're going to do today. So but, many. But if this is our last one. It's the best one. Absolutely. It's the best Absolutely. one. Absolutely. It's uh, always debatable. It's yeah. always debatable. It debatable. Brian says, Brian, you're going to have to get closer to that. Uh, Brian now he's in. He's and, in the and Steve in. from from BAS are with us. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing? You're good. You're good. Yeah, we got all that. <laughs> I tell you what, man, <laughs> it's great being in front of talent. Yeah, yeah. you know what when I mean. The, when the talent Who's gets here, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> when the talent gets now. here, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> okay, let's man, talk about let's talk about the summit. You guys were in an autograph. Authentication panel yesterday. Was it yesterday or today? No, it was today. That was if today. you would have attended, it was good. I could not have att- attended. Yeah. Uh, I was guarding the lunch so you could eat. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> it's actually a good one. I'm not exactly yeah. sure why they put us to guard the lunch. Yeah. You, that would. Don't unless, you're, touch it. unless the other people are on a yeah. diet and they don't need a lot of food. Oh my to god, eat. you guys right. have our banner up over here. Yeah, that's rare. We, we love you so much that we put that there. Did somebody make you do that? No, sir. Not no, at all. I'm thinking so. Yeah. Voluntary. No, voluntary. We put that there. Voluntary. It's nice. Thank you. Let's talk about the the panel. What was, what what was the feel in the room? Uh, I thought it was actually pretty good. I okay. you know, gave a little presentation. We answered some questions. Um, just I think people want to be educated more about autographs and authentication. Sure. What we do still, you know, trying to reach different audience here. You know, where there's you know card shop owners and guys that don't see us at shows all the time because not sure. all these guys are out there doing the big shows. Right. So it's nice just to touch base with people this way. Awesome. Awesome. I saw. Uh, 
Probably much, maybe to your chagrin. I don't know, maybe not. Uh, Marlon found you. Spotty Hawk found you with some uh, old Star Wars autographs he that he did. had. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that was Mar- really neat. He's um, very excited to, to, to meet you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. He's, he's an excitable person. He is yeah, an excitable person. He reminds me of Paul. He reminds you a lot of Paul. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, le- lot, a lot more hair. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You had, had two guys that got in the mail in the 70s that combined the photos are worth over $1,000. Really? Wait, more than that. Combined. Let's say two grand. Okay, yeah. let's say two grand. He did good for himself, yeah. Nice. Uh, Just awesome. for a little... What, a stamp and an envelope. That's it, yeah. TTM in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was a thing? Oh, yeah. It's been yeah. a thing forever. That was a yeah. thing going way back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So, uh, you guys have been around jet setting everywhere yeah uh you got a nice thing coming up next weekend right and well in actually there's a lot of stuff coming up we have um thursday well actually friday i'm at south bay in lamita south bay baseball cards okay brian is in uh, at philadelphia the Phil- at the philly show which we awesome. have not offered bas at we're going to give it a shot Sweet. because it's changed ownership and I think it's gonna. It's probably a better show than it's been in the past. Okay. And quite frankly, with the Eagles winning, the people will show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll help. And that then helps. we're also at in Atlanta, correct? Uh, wow. Yeah, that's this weekend as well. Yeah. And somebody's at Emerald City, right? Yeah. And, and then yeah. we're we're also at Emerald City Comic Con. Yes. Wow. Yeah. All over. Man. Damn. Doing it right. Do you we're see your family? Themselves out a little bit this year. Do you get to see your families? Like, do you, I mean, I, uh, do you still I have? I think a I have a family. I'm not sure. They, they call. They call. That's good. They call. That's good. I think they're still around. All right. Well, good. Well, at least they still call. That's good. Okay. So uh, I'm actually trying to find it. Um, oh. Emerald City. This may take a while. Okay. South Bay is Friday. Philadelphia Sports Show. BP Sports is also Saturday. Okay. At 10 a.m. That's in, you know outside Atlanta. Okay. Emerald City Comic Con is this weekend. Okay. And then Gold and Silver Pawn is on Saturday. Wow. So we're at all these places. Sure. So starting Friday. The Philly show starts Friday. I'll be at South Bay on Friday, on Saturday. So we just have constant stuff going on. Wow. That's amazing. Just all over the place getting BAS out there. That's awesome. Um, you guys were just in Phoenix, right, for for uh, Press, press pass. pass? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we do that too, yeah. Awesome. We are going up St. Louis. We had a busy February. We're, we're going to last February, for a short month, right huh? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to Phoenix uh, in a couple weeks. So uh, if we just stop into Press Pass, is, is that going to be a problem? Are they going to kick us out? If we tell them we know you? Uh, no, uh, for the auction <laughs> side, they have a pretty nice showroom. They'll let you into the showroom. I don't yeah. know if you'll go much past the showroom, but they'll let you into the showroom. Oh, sweet. All right. Awesome. Well, that's cool. It's good to know. Everybody's loud back there. It is like, very we're loud. Not doing it is pretty loud. It, it like, is. And they want to go sell some wine. Get out of here. You just. <laughs> <laughs> That's the third time I've said that. That's not a surprise. Have no. you had him on yet? No. No. <laughs> well, let's keep it that way. Yeah. Not not officially. Not officially. He like uh, palmcast bombs. Yeah. That's the podcast thing. bombs. He, oh, okay. just, he comes yeah. over here and okay. says really no surprise. Yeah. Really no surprise. All right. So autographs. We got a we got a leaf autograph jersey box in front of us, and we open decided it. to open, open these uh, live on air. I think we got to let Steve go first because he's the only one that could actually yeah, break the seal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Bob Lilly. Oh, hold on. Who's a Packer fan? Uh-oh. No, I didn't say it was a Packer fan. Paul Hornig. $40. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what did you get? Paul Hornig. <laughs> okay. I'm not even open mine Come on. I'm pretty sure I know what it's going to be. Come on, let's see it. Let's what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? You agreed to open it. All right. Uh, Uh-oh. I see, I see the right color. Joe Montana, baby. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Oh, nice. Well, that's kind of appropriate. All right. And I got Jerry Rice. Nice. Nice. How did that happen? What is going on here? Work? Wow. How does that work? 
Does anybody want to buy this? Oh, it's got a leaf shirt on it. We'll have to take that off first. <laughs> <laughs> we need to upgrade that to BAS. How does that happen? That's funny. Yeah, I'll buy it for 40 I think my new advice would be from the people that got their boxes from the show would be to keep them sealed and sell them as is. Because you're either getting Paul Horning or Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice or Paul Horning. I saw one Christian McCaffrey. Have you really? Yeah. Just one? I saw one. Uh, Ryan Cracknell, actually. Nice. So who's buying this? Um, what do you want for it? Uh, give me 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 100 bucks. I'll give you a hug and I won't kiss you. Thank you. Well, I, I'll just take neither. <laughs> neither. Thanks. Yeah, I'm good. Awesome. But yeah, we're busy. We're always traveling. We're out there on the road, on sites, web, you know, doing witness signings, sure. keeping track of what goes on with everything. So it's kind of tough. Awesome. Yeah, Steve had some good witness signings this past week. You might want to bring up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, just going back the past month, we did Ben Affleck and then also oh, wow. uh, Daisy Ridley. Nice. Star Wars, Adam Driver, Laura Dern, all in the Star Wars films. Wow. Um, and then also Rick Baker, who is a seven-time Academy Award winner, witnessed signing with him as well on Tuesday. Uh, he's a, like a, a sound guy, right? No, he's uh, makeup. 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 Yeah. makeup. So if you saw right. Thriller, Michael Jackson Thriller, yeah, yeah. He's, he did that. The Grinch, he did that. He's wow. Won, oh, The guys, Grinch. He's wow, won seven Oscars. So Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Cool. Yeah, he did not win an Oscar for Star Wars. He did his, all of his other work is crazy. Right. Uh, worked with John Carpenter a lot. So sure. we've been witnessing tons of signings lately you know wow. and uh, just trying to get the name out there what, what have you seen re- recently that's kind of blown you away um the paul hornick jersey yeah, the paul got, yeah. um <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that it sounds bad but it just out, kind of gets mixed up doesn't it i mean you know what it's kind of cool seeing this i had not seen the harrison ford that you're talking about that he had today yeah we were in st louis and that same photo came in the show sunday and i had never seen it before oh wow in eight years oh yeah you know this. what it is funny and yeah. now i literally walked in sunday and tuesday Wow. I've never seen it before in my life. And I have two. I have actually three of those in my collection, but yeah, they're not. They're pretty rare. Thanks, I appreciate it. <laughs> but they, you know, the one that he showed today to to us, Brian saw one the other day and said, "Hey, is this good? I haven't seen this. You know, kind of the style. Sure. But Ford used, you know, look like his autograph, but just kind of sloppier back in '77. Sure. That's uh. Maybe maybe he was on a lot, a lot more drugs yeah. back then, you know. Yeah. And just today, today's was a lot nicer than one we saw on Saturday. Had some pinholes and some tape marks, but this was he kept this one in good shape. It's a nice photo. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, can you talk about? I saw this on your on your Instagram page, I believe, and how different Affleck's signature was from from character <laughs> to character. Yeah, I talked about it in here. He he probably had twenty twenty five different signatures. I did a video on it because he had signed. He had varied so much from like. You know, signing cars and uh, stickers and Funko Pops. You know, the Funko Pops he did all with his initials. The cars, the Batmobile cars, he did like Ben Squiggly. Some of the posters, he signed these gorgeous Ben Affleck signatures that I've never even seen. Uh-huh. The comic books were signed really small Ben Affleck. I mean, he just went all over the board. I was glad I was able to witness it all. Like baseballs, he signed sideways sometimes. He signed some baseballs, some football helmets, some jerseys. They were just all over the board. It was just amazing to me. He... He had said when he started, I'm going to just sign a little nicer than I do on the streets. He said, oh, that's fine. And it turned into like a whole de-evolution and evolution of his signature. Really? Was he a cool guy, though? Uh, yeah, he was nice, but he was he worked. Yeah. So he wasn't really too focused on like chatting away. Sure. He just got in there. He worked. He did the signing for the people that put it on. We certified it. And, you know, he went upon his way and had a nice day. I think nice. what the difference is, is up until about 2010, no one really did celebrity signings. Mm-hmm. And all these sport guys are groomed from the beginning because when they're drafted, people start wanting to get signings, and they get taught along the way, be consistent, sign this way, do this. And no one really wants to tell that to a Ben Affleck in 2018 of, hey, you need to sign pretty much the same way every right, time right. or we're going to have problems. I think it's just become one of those things where it's an evolution of 
before with sports, everyone knows what they're doing, and now yeah. with celebrities, no one wants to tell them anything besides being happy that they're actually sitting down to sign their they stuff. They just let mm-hmm. them sign away and do their thing, and then that's it. That's kind of what people do. Wow. Okay. Cool. So that's got to make your job a lot tougher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you were just authenticating coming in, yeah, no doubt about but it. But ben, I mean, ben Affleck's on the street are so terrible, a lot of them aren't suitable in the first place because some of them aren't even a B. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, then that's the truth. Most of them are just a B. Jeez. <laughs> so uh, I know you guys got to get back over to the office, but I want to ask you one last thing before you get out of here. Uh, also, recently saw just a horrible fake PSA letter from 2018 that had your <laughs> oh, name on it. Can we talk about that for a minute? Um, actually, in a span of like five minutes, I think the guy listed it. Brian told me, and like five other people messaged me or emailed me and said, Hey, did you see this? You see this? And then it was online. Wow. But it, the, you know, the funny thing is like, Obviously, the signature was terrible. It was forged poorly, but right. the letter, whoever did his homework, it was an old-style letter we had used at PSA years ago, uh-huh. and I, I, it was 2018. It was dated just, you know, last month. Yeah, wow. and I had been gone from there for, you know, a year and a half yeah, almost, right. and, but it was still <laughs> dated. You know, just do your homework, people. <laughs> That's all. You know, if you're going to forge it, forge it, whatever. The funny thing is, I think the, the whole letter was put together as kind of a copy because the signature was actually an authentic style of mine. Sure. That I would sign on a letter, but I don't know. The whole thing was just kind of funny. I just wanted to point it out to people. I guess it was removed from eBay. Yeah. Uh, it was removed quickly, within yeah. an hour. Yeah, the yeah. guy had it up for $150 or something ridiculous. Wow. But, but it's funny because it was just done recently and put out there. You'd think that the seller might have had an inkling of what was going on. Although, Maybe. you know, if he bought it from somewhere else, to be fair, he may have just put it up there thinking he had a real piece of memorabilia. Yeah. We'll never know the end user. That's what makes our job so hard. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Yeah, All right, guys. Um, I know you guys got hustle so uh thank you very much for joining sure, us thank you, thank you. Uh, you are welcome back anytime really well steve is i'm not yeah brian you can I'm, come I back can come you told me you didn't want brian on the exactly show exactly what i heard that's was almost verbatim that's why what I heard. are you guys such he said i don't want brian on the show you were He's you were throwing a, a nice temper guy. tantrum this is what we have to do when we have the talent with us we just have to like you know what and bear it and go with it see paul though wanted him on the show i, I love you I both too. so I much you personally they didn't like me yeah that's okay it's the Warriors hat. I like I'm going to be honest with you. It's the that, Warriors that hat. That makes sense. Oh, you have your Sonics hat on? Oh. Do they have a team store? <laughs> oh, wow. Do they? I, I yeah, they do. They play in Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah. Well, so you're Oklahoma City fan? This guy. Yeah. Oklahoma City Sonics. Oh, no. good for you. Are they a WNBA team? I think they are. They do have yeah. a WNBA team. They have a storm. Oh, yeah, they got a storm. Are you a big Sonics fan? Sonics are good. Yeah. They are. Well, good for you. And a baseball team. How the White Sox doing? So, I mean, it's all around a great city. Mariners last And it rains there all the time. Yeah, exactly. This what was guy. suicide rate tied Paul, too, just real quick. <laughs> Mariners last World Series year ago. Uh, yeah, no, it, you got me. Mm. Didn't they win 121 games or something like that? Some 116. 116. Yeah. Yeah. They won a series that year, right? Yeah. Uh, no. I'm sure in the regular season they won a series. No. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah. Your new no. Hall of Famer, Edgar Martin. <laughs> <laughs> was Edgar Hall of Fame? This sh- yeah. No, he did not. Yet. Okay. Yeah. Jesus mercy. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Now I think I understand why they don't want us on, or me yeah. on in particular. Well, yeah, I, I get it. I hope, we just keep going. I hope, <laughs> I hope that you both get diarrhea tonight and stub your toes on the way to the That's toilet. That's not nice. That's you'd be, not you'd nice. be on a plane for that. So yeah, it wouldn't would. be good. For I'm you. delayed too. Yeah. Did you just know. get delayed? Yeah. yeah. Thanks to you. Thanks for being an ass. Okay. That's because we talked about Seattle weather and then the plane just said, "Oh, yeah." But let me ask you: Do you take offense to your terrible sports teams? No, not at all. Well, the Sonics were in the finals. They lost. He doesn't even like good. sports. Yeah. I don't even really like sports. Really like we just sports. can't bring up the Seahawks. It's oh, yeah. still too recent. Oh, oh, yeah, you're talking about chickens? Seahawks? Well, Kurt Cobain killed himself there. I mean, how much could he have liked it? I, mean, <laughs> I think, I think Courtney murdered him. 
Okay, you keep thinking. I think that's for the next podcast. Yeah. How do we get to murder? What is going on here? Murder, murder, come again. Boom. What's been fun? We're been talking about autographs to murder. Yeah, it works. I guess we'll talk in progression. Absolutely. Who's who's the most famous murdered autograph you have ever authenticated? Uh, well, mine's obviously going to be OJ. Yeah, OJ probably. Really? Yeah. You OJ? Well, no, well, authenticated yeah. lots of him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'd say OJ would be number one. Yeah. yeah. Can you? Can yeah. I ask a dumb question? And we might have to cut this out. Oh okay. boy. Can you auto? Can you certify like Hitler? Like yeah, we, is that, we is that a thing? Yeah, I guess okay. you could count him too seriously. But yeah, we no. I'm being. I'm but being, we don't I'm being do like you know I'm the thing being, is we don't. I try not do like the we passed on yeah Charles Manson stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying. The stuff that's come out of jail. I we but seriously, people have submitted like Gacy stuff sure. in the past. Been like, no, thank you. Yeah. There's checks from the Menendez brothers, right? But yeah. there's all kinds of letters from these guys too. You know, right. that are out there. But I mean, I mean Hitler was a world leader, yeah. so there is people have an interest in it. Right, which wrong, make, which makes yeah. sense. OJ yeah. Simpson won the Heisman Trophy and is in the Hall of Fame. So just so we know, yeah. like serial killers are off the list. Don't don't yeah, submit if that. They're stuff. just famous strictly for being killers. Yeah, they're probably not. Yeah. Yeah. you're probably not going to do. Well, that's yeah. probably better too. I guess Hitler's more like a museum type piece too. Correct. You know what I mean? And like there is that value would be to that. that would, you know, actually, there's value to a lot of those guys. Yeah, there not. is. Yeah. Sorry. It's all good. All right, guys. <laughs> you take care of yourself. We're all doing right. so well right to the end. We were. All right, you guys have a good night. Take it easy. Take it easy. Bye. Hey, this is Marcelo from Markdown Entertainment, and you're listening to Fat Pack Podcast. All right, guys, last segment of the show for... uh what is this day? Well, I'm calling this day three, day I guess. Two and a half. Three. Day two they've and all a half, run three. together. Yeah, they're fun. running together. So, uh, Paul, we are sitting back down with Buck City Breaks because they got preempted the last time um, they were here, and they are our show sponsor. So, why the hell not would we not have them back? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, man? You've actually finally got to taking taking this all in. What, what do you think? Gosh, it, it, it's a lot, man. We. Um you know, last time we talked, uh, we were obviously exhausted from our from our trips. We sure. got some sleep, we're sure. refreshed, and um, being able to to see everything going on. I mean, we it, it was extremely humbling. Um, you know, coming to a place where all of these cats are way bigger than we are, and uh, just being able to learn from them and talk mm-hmm. to them and things like that. It's been networking. It's been awesome. Yeah, hopefully there's gonna be some networking in the future. It's uh, that's what this is all about, really. Is networking. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, reading some Twitter feed, and there were some people upset that they're not here. And I read one statement that said, you know, maybe next year we should put one on for true collectors or something like that. And that's what the nationals for. This is for businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And this is for for businesses to grow and learn and uh, just soak up as much information as you can. You guys sat. I've watched you guys actually sit right here where the door is. Just soaking in as much as you can. What are some of the uh, sessions that you, that you guys have gained the most from? Um, I think marketing. Yeah. So like the, all the marketing guys came in, or the, all the marketing people came in and um, taught us about Twitter, social media, email, and all that stuff. That was a really good one. But uh, a lot of it, man, we got to do Q and A with like Panini. So a yeah. lot of the questions that when we break, we get questions from um, our followers and our friends and stuff like that. And we're not able to answer them. Well, sure. now a lot of those we can answer. Sure, that, that makes sense. Yeah. What about you, man? Yeah, I would say uh, you know we we've always thought that we had a pretty good social media presence, and 
um, you know, going through this, we realized that we've neglected some different platforms and things like that. So like mm-hmm. last night, for example, we were able to go on to a Facebook Live with sure. you guys. I mean, that was that was pretty cool to have yeah. everybody kind of involved that in that. That was fun. So, it was a good time. Um, no, man. So that was, a, that was a big one. And then also just, you know, I, we, we came out of this last segment with Brian Gray just really uh, yeah. firing us up. So that was, <laughs> Brian, that was pretty cool. He's unbelievable. Yeah. When he gets on that mic, man, yeah. it's just a whole new person, yeah. man. It's awesome. I'm goosebumps, man. Yeah, it is, it is good stuff. <laughs> it is. Brian, uh, Paul and I sat in Brian's session last year uh, in Vegas, and what did he say about digital cards? He's like, I'm going to take you out to dinner and tell you you're going to have prime rib, but you can only look at it. Right, you can only look at it. Yeah, you can only look at it, or you, or you got to buy a, a kid's steak or something. Yeah, yeah something, like that. something crazy <laughs> yeah. like that. And um, He'll get you going, and when he opens it up and he says, you know, I'll, I'll answer anything, he really means I'll answer anything. Yep. So uh, I mean, he had an answer for good. everything, too. Yeah, he sure he's does. He's very transparent, and he's really one of the only ones in the hobby to be that way. You I know. know what I mean? Yeah. As far as, like, what, he's the guy, yeah. right? Right. So good stuff it's really good stuff what would you guys take away from that from him specifically i don't know how much we can really say or talk about uh like i said he got he got fired up in there but uh i mean we want to be we kind of want to be like the leaf trading cards of breakers in a sense you know like we know we're not going to have you know i our music for example eric's been in one of our breaks before man we had a little uh you know the the instrumentals in the back and we don't have that licensing right Right, 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 we got to be able to do some of this stuff but um, at the same time like we're going to bring a fire like he's He's talked about uh, he talked about not being profit driven. Like sure. If he just wants to make a really cool product, and that's that's what drives him. You know, we're going to be the same way, man. We're going to give away a, a lot more than probably what we take in, and um, you know, we're gonna but we're gonna have fun doing it. We're gonna provide a, a good product. Make sure. sure you guys, everybody's entertained when they come into our our breaks. What about you, man, Adam? Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything he said. That's, that's good. Right. Everything he said. Ditto. That's awesome. Yeah, so me, hashtag me too. Yeah, me hashtag me too. <laughs> no, but yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No, when we, were in, when we were in there, like we were sitting down, Chris grabbed my notebook and he wrote down in there, he was like, I want to be the leaf of breakers. Sure. Like just because Brian, dude, he's a sweet dude, man. He got pumped up. I instantly had more ideas when, uh, sure. I, I walked out of there. Like I wrote some stuff down that we, we can uh, touch base on and. Dude, I remember last year, man. I just wanted to quit my job and, and start selling cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I did. I totally <laughs> wanted to like quit what I was doing and go. So, so. Uh, this morning's first session has been a very popular one with people uh, today. And um, Randy Nelson, what did, you, did you guys take anything from that? I mean, we actually. So we uh, we were spending most of this morning because we've been away from the office and things like that. We had to do uh, our orders and start building stuff on the site. We still had a lot of more work to do tonight sure. as well. So sure. we didn't make it to the morning, uh, the very first morning session. So we're bummed about that. But if you, you guys, you missed it. So a um, little heads up. Then he's on this podcast. He's the first interview on this podcast. And right back there behind you is a stack of books that you can go grab that he wrote. And uh, I think the stack on the. Uh, Left side is left autographed, side. and the other side is not. So, it's something I, I would definitely pick up and read. Um, as a as a small business, mm-hmm. what you guys are, he's got great stuff in there for how you can upscale. And yeah, he did a really good summary in the beginning of the podcast too. For right. if you missed it, it's, it's pretty good yeah. to pertaining to like we can yeah. upgrade or you know move forward and upgrade in the industry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just, yeah. Just ways to just your business as a whole. Right. Yeah. It's more about the business. That has nothing to do with cards. It yeah. has nothing to do with just the actual business aspects of things. So cool. You know, and that's why we that's why we came here, man. That's you know we knew how uh, you know we, we we have passion and everything like that. But if you don't know what to do with it or you know that, that business aspect and the side of things, then so I'm I'm bummed that we missed it, man. But we'll catch it on that. We'll catch a little bit on the. the podcast yeah. read the book and there you go cool. awesome all right you guys ready to go home yet no, no. Really, no we're excited to go check out <laughs> the uh 
uh, tomorrow, man, going to see the graphic the converting. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, yes, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Miss the family, but yeah, I, definitely <laughs> I can do one more day. Paul and I are not gonna get to be able to go to that, man. but uh, twist the knife. Man. Maybe you can come back one last time and tell us tell us what it was like. Uh, yeah. Tell us what we missed. Sure. That would, that yeah, the little cool. kid inside of me is just like yeah, so dude, bummed, that's gonna be sweet. Man. <laughs> so bummed I can't go. That's awesome, all right, though. awesome, awesome stuff. Right. So uh, Mavs game last night. Uh, obviously, was it first time at, at a Mavs game? I would assume. Yeah, first time at a Mavs game, and for me. It was my first NBA game. Oh, awesome. Joey, it was Joey's first NBA game, too. Yeah. What did you think, man? Dude, epic. That yeah. was so much fun. <laughs> it was. It was a ton Sweet. of fun, Sweet. And then going Facebook Live there was kind of fun, too. Yeah, that That's was a whole that new was element a, to things. You know? That was a lot of fun. Uh, glad you brought that up, Paul, because I, I'd never even thought about doing that. And you're like, hey, let's go Facebook Live. And you, you had a legitimate concern. You're like, it's too loud. How are they going to hear us? Yeah. So uh, that was funny to watch. And uh did you guys get some good interaction on that? Yeah, yeah. no, everybody was really, uh, everybody was interacting. I actually felt bad because I was just, I was talking so loud that I think people like three rows in front of me were like looking <laughs> back the entire time. Like, what are, you, what are you doing, man? What's this guy doing? So we tried mm. to rush it a little bit. But no, everybody, uh, they, they enjoyed it and seen that sneak peek. And I think that's what, you know, Facebook Live can, can do for us is we've been talking about doing like behind the scenes stuff. So, you know, our little uh, hype before the breaks, kind of show everybody the break room, what we're breaking that night, you know, pump each other up and stuff, little chest bumps and Q&A before the breaks, after the breaks, a little post-break party on, on Facebook Live, so using that kind of platform. Um, but, yeah. Sweet. Cool. Good stuff. You know what was fun about last night's game was you guys were, were doing that, you know, pumping yourself up, advertising yourself, doing that whole thing with Facebook Live, and there are all those guys from the industry, and you look up, and what do you see? Huge Panini banner, yeah. Yeah. right? Like yeah. commercials yeah, and stuff. So, like, it just speaks volumes for the hobby that we're, it's going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. Heck yeah. everywhere. So, that's awesome. That was so really good to see. Speaking of Panini and last night and, and, and today, we we just left the room with uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, that was another thing that Panini brought to the Industry that's Summit. That was, it was really cool. DSJ, that's right. Um, I'd, sad that we couldn't get him on the show, but he, his time is important. It is, absolutely. So, but, uh, some of the perks that are happening here, man. You guys have met Charles Haley. You guys have uh, met Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. You've seen uh, um, Drew Pearson. I mean, did, were you expecting that, or wh- wh- how? How when, you, when that happened, what was your reaction? Well, because when we got here, we didn't have like the finalized schedule. So yeah, yeah. We, were we didn't either. On the but that's okay. With the schedule. <laughs> well, when it had like football meet and greet, we're like, did we get to meet like football players? Oh, like, okay. You know, what I'm yeah. so we're like sitting here wondering, we, so we didn't know. Mm-hmm. But that was, yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, it was very vague. But um, when we actually. No, I mean, we, like we told you guys uh, before, you know, we were really wondering how we were going to be able to make it down here financially yeah, um, and stuff like that, with everything that we're saving up for. And then, like, now it's like, how do, how do you not pay that money? For, yeah. I mean, sure. you get a lot of bang for your buck, so it's, it's awesome. The experience is uh, it's not lost on Paul and I either. Just from, you know, inside here, we, we kind of knew what was happening. We kind of knew what was going on. We couldn't talk about it, so we were a little giddy, you know. Right, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, being able to uh, – see you guys being your first time here seeing you guys react to it was pretty cool and then even some of the hobby veterans who have been around for a while i genuinely think that they are enjoying themselves and that, that's really cool yeah some of them are geeking out with charles haley that's yeah they sure were i mean so. that, that meant you guys i mean you guys were sitting right here and i think you're both in the same seats and i saw him walk in and he towered over everybody. Yeah, that, was that was the <laughs> biggest man I've ever seen. That was a big dude. He's so awesome. All right, did you guys open your uh, leaf boxes yet? Did you guys? Get no, them? man. So we have an idea for those. We're probably gonna we're probably gonna break them open live and then give them away. Oh, okay. Right, so go. it'll be a break on the way uh, on the way home. Maybe another destination break or something. Maybe tonight send Joey off or something. We'll uh, we'll break that leaf box and 
Yeah, yeah, I like his destination breaks, man. I just feel like it's, it's got cool. like a, a TLC show or some kind of like cable <laughs> network show. Yeah, yeah, all over Sign it, us man. up. <laughs> it's really perfect too because it's a quick rip. Yep. Yep. Bust it out and yeah. yep. do it anywhere. You guys yeah. break these anyways, right? You guys break oh, these yeah, jerseys. Yeah. yeah. And you guys you guys have interviewed the the uh, gentleman who does the um, the 20-year-old football cards. Or twenty year baseball card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 My so gosh, yeah. That'd kind of be cool too to like go to different places. Like when we were at uh, AT and T Stadium the other day, um, all these people were there for the rodeo. Like we would love just to like pull some of them aside and yeah. get them to rip with us too. That'd be fun. That'd be the cool. um, press pass before press pass went out of business. They, they put out a rodeo. They set. had that rodeo set. They it was do. you could probably find it pretty cheap now. I, I mean, what, some of those short prints actually sell. They yeah, sell pretty they well. do. They yeah. sure do. Little they sure do. Out there for you guys. Go find some press pass rodeo <laughs> cards. <laughs> 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 yeah, <man. laughs> yeah, it was called Eight Seconds. It was called Press Pass Eight Seconds. Eight yeah. Seconds. A good movie. Which uh, it's a good movie. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Derek. All right. Nothing. All right, guys. Paul. Good God. I what did I do? I just heard. Why I just, is it me? I just Why heard what you me? said. I heard what you said, um, and, it, and it registered. It did. And now we're You're here. You're slow, man. You're very slow. I'm, I'm tired. You're tired. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to get you out of here. we got to close this up. So you're going to come back tomorrow, though, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Please yeah, do that. Um, I Personally, I want to know. You, you guys are our sponsor for this show. You guys feel like you're getting good value out of this? You, you're happy with what's happening? Absolutely, man. Awesome. I think that the fact that you guys have all these awesome people, all these guys that you guys have are, are way cooler than Adam and I. So as long <laughs> as you know we can be tied to them in any, in any way, then that's awesome. Good Except deal. for Steve Grad. You don't want to be tied. <laughs> don't tell you, all right. Give everybody your uh, info again real quick just in case they, haven't, had, they don't know it already. Yeah. BuckCityBreaks.com. It's uh, at BuckCityBreaks on Twitter and Instagram. It's just BuckCityBreaks across the board okay. for us. So uh, you know, check us out. We break on Fridays and Mondays, and we always have a great time doing it. Awesome. Man, we just hit a big milestone for us on YouTube. Sure. We just hit 700 subscribers. So that there was you go. Cool. Nice. Good Damn. deal. We have, you know how many subscribers we have on YouTube? How many? Zero. We have zero YouTube yeah, that's subscribers. Not, there's not a platform we use. We're going to have so. to fix that. Uh oh, here comes the Press Pass Girl with giveaways. All right, cool. All right, All right guys. It was good to see you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out tonight. Uh, until tomorrow. Just keep listening. Cue that Jericho. Mission control it stories to be told. Decode these remotes. Broke down but this behold. The illness from CO. Deep through the keyhole to see this one light. They just lurking in the darkness, won't leave living the night. Punchline for fist fight, we cause they heads ain't fed right. How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight? Can't do good and live right. Kick snares and high hats, they be they get right. Here they give the blind sight. What? Me and my people just might tonight, alright? Me and my people just might. Sound stupendous. Other cats on the radio, they sound horrendous. We some mind benders and ain't never been pretenders. You out here trying to end us, but y'all just beginners. We some natural born killers and we creeping through your windows, man. We the fucking realest, man. Regardless if you feel us, man. Don't make me call the hitters to pay the grave diggers. Man, I'm just playing.